Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the DIY Small Business Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and connecting with me in these strange times through my podcast. I feel really glad to be able to at least, yeah, reach out through <laughs> recording episodes and having conversations um, that's really nourishing. So thank you so much for making time for this. I wanted to answer a question that I'm getting a lot and it's interesting this week in particular I heard this three times and I guess that's because many more people at the moment are thinking about the future of their work and how it can be more sustainable, um, how they can create situations that are crisis proof. I mean I don't really think that there's a way to prove any kind of work situation for all kinds of crises but I do really think that we need to obviously think about um, yeah, how we can feel safer in the way that we work and make an income. And before I start, I really want to say that I don't think this is about making sure that you're optimizing this downtime in the best possible way. I think this is a situation that we've never been in before and whatever you need to do to feel okay or to feel a little bit better is totally fine and valid. So I think some of us are just flopping around, resting lots, thinking, crying, connecting with others. I definitely have whole days of doing just that. And then I also sometimes have moments of like really wanting to do something and feel like I am actively thinking about my next steps and engaging in some meaningful way. Um, and those are the kinds of moments where I'm recording these kinds of episodes. So, you know, just wanted to say something about my intention with this. I also want to say briefly that the embodied magic, uh, sorry, the embodied business community is opening as planned on Tuesday for 24 new people. It's a year-long program. There's monthly group coaching and live workshops, as well as a big 10-module course that you can take at your own time. We also have quarterly business planning workshops and to reflect that we're all, or many of us are self-isolating, I'm also adding um, co-working times where we just hang out on Zoom and work together and feel a little bit more connected that way. There's also a community on Mighty Networks and we talk a lot about um, how to build an anti-capitalist feminist business and what things like pricing and web design and newsletters and social media can look like in these strange times. So if you're interested in that, sign up for the waitlist uh, and I'll send the invitation out on Tuesday. It's going to be $300 for the year or um, three payments of $100. Okay, so now I really want to finally answer the question, where to begin when you're just starting out? So um, obviously this is a really big question and it's going to look different for different people. So I really don't want to be too prescriptive, but I want to offer some questions as invitations to explore. And I have found that with working uh, with clients in business mentoring situations, that this has been really helpful to kind of um, at least map, map out the first steps and then readjust and revisit these questions maybe quarterly or yearly as, as feels right for you. And the first thing really that I ask people to do is to explore your basic needs and how they can be met because I'm seeing in myself and those around me time and time again that if we are anxious about our basic survival, it is incredibly hard to be creative and resilient at the same time. So I'm really interested in unshaming, uh, really yeah, unshaming our core needs 
and acknowledging that as humans we need to feel like we have secure housing, that we're well fed, that we have access to community, healthcare, all those kinds of things. And so I think collectively those needs aren't always celebrated and it's important that we clear get clear on what those are before we think about what we actually want to offer. So I'm asking you to make a list of kind of the basic needs that you need in order to feel like you can sustainably run your business. And that could be, I need to be able to pay X amount of rent on my mortgage. I need X amount of income to, you know, cover all my basic needs. Maybe it also means things like I need to be able to work from home or I need to be able to take a lot of time off in flexible ways when I need to. Or maybe you are someone who's really nourished by being in groups and that needs to be part of your day-to-day -day life um, because it feels good to you. So it really doesn't have to be just about money. I think it's good to look at the whole bigger picture and see what your core needs are before you're thinking about what actually you want to offer. And then the next step, of course, is to explore what feels fulfilling to you and what themes you're particularly excited about and also what talents you have. And I think the beautiful thing in the communities that I'm part of is that many people have lots of different passions and talents and often the problem is more to do with where do I begin than with, oh my god, I have no idea what, what I should do. So if you have different passions, like I do, I love web design, I love mentoring, I love tech support, I also love ritual and breathwork um, and self-massage and body work and embodiment, then make a map and either make it a list or like a beautiful a visual mind map depending on what feels easier to you and just map it out, you know, just write it all down because I think it can feel really fuzzy sometimes in our brains to hold all these different directions and ideas and if you put it in a paper, you kind of externalize it a little bit and maybe you can even ask a friend to walk you through what they're seeing there or you could share it with them in some way to really kind of yeah, get clarity about what the options are when it comes to your passion. So the first step was identifying your core needs and now you're thinking about what you're really passionate about. The next thing that I'm inviting you to consider is that it's totally fair and okay to do the easiest things when you're starting out because on your list or your map might be stuff that's currently not totally practical because maybe you need more training or maybe you just don't feel confident about that yet. I'm always you know, advocating for um, building confidence, of course, and I'm pretty sure that you are totally amazing at what you want to do already. But if the reality is that you don't feel really confident yet, it will be hard to market what you want to do. So I think in that case, it's totally fine to start small and slowly but gradually kind of expand your zone of, your comfort zone, basically, or your window of tolerance when it comes to um, speaking up and really using your voice and being seen in that way. Um, so yeah, again, I think it's totally fair to do whatever comes easiest to you in the beginning. So as you're sitting with your core needs and then you're looking at your passions, ask yourself, where is the overlap between these two things that would be easiest to put into practice right now? So to give you an example, maybe you're someone who has a lot of tech knowledge, you like design like I do, and you also have massage or bodywork trainings like I also do. In the beginning of my business, I knew these things were both equally exciting to me, but I also knew that some of my core needs were to make a basic income and to be able to work from home. So I decided not to build a local bodywork practice because that wasn't meeting my core needs in the, in the easiest, most 
available way, if that makes sense. And it doesn't mean that I have let go body work forever through my other business daydream roles. I now teach self-massage and I actually have found really beautiful ways to share this work without needing to leave my house, which I'm super grateful for. But you see what I've done here. I've, I, you know, I've made this list of the things that I can do, that I'm good at, that I'm passionate about. And then I also looked at my basic needs and I decided, okay, this is the easiest way for me to meet those right now. And that's valid. I give myself permission to look at it that way. The next question is, how do you want to be of service and who do you want to serve? Because once your basic needs are met, um, we can excitingly look at creative fulfillment and a sense of purpose. And so um, there are probably particular things that you really want to support people around. And there's probably also communities or um, groups of people that you feel particularly passionate about and working with so I think that's a great next step in, in looking at okay you've identified what area of work you want to focus on who is this going to be for and how are you going to serve those people and um, when you're asking how I would invite you to get really specific in, in for example saying I would like to offer one-on-one -on -one sessions or may, and maybe I mainly want to edu educate groups or mainly I want to create courses or I want to actually make products with my hands. So really get specific on what that being of service could look like for you and if that feels overwhelming just make a list and don't decide just yet you know you can just make all these lists and sleep on them for however long you need and then discuss with friends meditate on them draw some tarot cards whatever feels helpful for you but for now just write the options down i think that that's really helpful and then another question i would ask you is now that you have some ideas about what your products or services could look like, you can ask yourself what you want your the structure of your days and weeks to look like. And again, I'm going to use myself as an example. So I knew in the beginning of my business, I wanted to offer web design and tech support. And further down the line, I also wanted to offer business mentoring. And um, I knew that I wanted to work with people from all over the world and I also had strong feelings about wanting to have really slow mornings, needing to have lots of time with my dog, needing to be able to take some time off spontaneously if I needed to. So as I was kind of nailing down the details of what I was offering, I was really keeping that in mind and I was trying to create a situation that's sustainable for me. So if I had set myself up, for example, to work primarily with people that are based in Australia, that would mean I would have to wake up at seven every day. And that's just not working for me. I do have clients in Australia and they're awesome. I love working with them. But I couldn't have all my clients over there because I need most of my mornings to start pretty slow and that's important to me but maybe you are someone like I said who really wants to work from home or maybe you are someone who really wants to be part of a group ideally every day of the week I mean particularly right now that is complicated I will owe that but um you know generally speaking um or maybe you're someone who maybe really cannot be uh, committed to being live or being present at any certain point in the week and that's totally valid too and so for example when I had times like that I was mainly doing translation and editing work because in, in that case um, at the beginning of the month I would be given a big chunk of work as a freelancer and then I would throughout the month kind of work maybe 
80 hours, so 20 hours on average, but I could really kind of do one week of no hours and then another week of 40 hours and I was incredibly flexible and that worked for me because I needed that flexibility and I was willing to make other compromises for, for that. For example, that really wasn't well-paid work, but because the flexibility at the time was so important to me, that was still okay. So yeah, ask yourself what you want your days and weeks to look like. And then finally, if you have now, after all these questions, come to a place where you are a little bit more clear about the things that most excite you within the range of things that you're passionate about, what you want to do, who you want to serve, what you need on a basic level, the next thing that you can ask yourself if you still have more than one thing or you're still unsure is what would your younger self want? And I'm inviting you to consider this because I really think there's such grounding in creating something or serving someone who is basically your younger self. So the business mentoring, for example, is definitely something that I would have wanted at the beginning of my business, but couldn't afford or didn't see available in the form that I'm offering it. Same with the embodied, uh, embodied business community. This is something I really was craving, really wanted to be around other people who are like-minded, had similar questions. And I was seeing these big expensive uh, business programs. I did one of them, but it wasn't making me feel less alone in the process and it didn't uh, inspire me or make me feel held in the way that I was hoping for. Um, so that's why I created these things. And I think this is a great starting point because in your marketing, it will give you so much more confidence to, like I said, take up a little bit of space and share what you're offering because you know you needed it, you know, because I'm speaking with confidence about the embodied business community because I, I know I would have said yes to it. And so I trust that there's other people out there who might say yes to it. And I don't have any hesitation in, in extending the invitation, if that makes sense. So that's the final question. I think that's really good to consider. I hope this has given you a little bit more clarity and maybe a little bit of distraction in these wild times as well. I hope you'll make some space to uh, sit down with your journal and go through these questions. If you have more questions afterwards, as always, let me know. And please consider joining us in the Embodied Magic community. Embodied business community. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Oh my goodness, I keep getting it wrong. But anyway, it would be great to have you there. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>